Are you recording that bit, Dan? Yeah, I've recorded everything. Not just not just on this not just on this podcast, Dave. Twenty four seven. Hello and welcome back to Marveling Marvel. We are talking Black Widow in this one. We've all watched it now. It's going to be a spoiler cast if you haven't watched Black Widow. And I should mention this every episode, but I never do. If you haven't watched Black Widow, go watch Black Widow. It is excellent. Um, and then come listen to the podcast and hear what we had to say and see if you agree with it. Talk us through this. We have Terry. Terry, how's it going? All right. <laughs> and we have Steve. Steve, how's it going? <laughs> I'm good, mate. I think, so, <laughs> it should um, be pointed out for listeners that Steve's had a few beers. Nothing, nothing different about that. I've had half a bottle of Budweiser, which I am currently off my tits. So this could, and Dan's on his pink grapefruit cider. So. It's so nice, though. I promise you. Oh. I think a lot might get edited out of this one. Some of it might. Ah, <laughs> uh, right. Where do we want to start? I want to start with the negative because, it, <laughs> as you've mentioned, it is a very good film. Yeah. So I don't want to dwell on that. So it's this the thing. This isn't just me either. So Ray Winston is by far and away the worst piece of casting Marvel has ever made. And it's not like everyone I've spoken to has hmm. said. Because as I've mentioned to Bradley, some people just can't do accents. Yeah. And fair enough, like Sean Connery. He yeah. played an Egyptian Portuguese person with a Scottish <laughs> accent, but he's a good enough actor yeah. that you forget. Yeah. In this film, Ray Winston cannot do a Russian accent, but is basically playing the sky bet floating fucking head. He doesn't. <laughs> there is no acting involved, and you, I spent the whole thing watching. This is Ray Winston. At no mm. point did I think I can't even remember what Drakeoff is. That who he's meant to be. Mm. It's like you could have got. I don't understand why they went for Ray Winston. They could have, could have gone got for anyone. An they're actual not about, Russian they're not, person. Yeah, they're not yeah. normally about star power or mm. anything like that. But and there are good Russian actors. I can't yeah. think of one. Yeah, they should got the guy who played Boris the Blade from Snatch. It was also an Rada, Yeah, Rade. Yeah. He's done yeah. loads of films. He'd have been perfect. Um, mm. when was but the? Lo- this is genuinely. I can't imagine that. I wonder that did he audition. Did, they, did he audition with his, yeah, go on, we're going down the gulag, love. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> who, who went, yeah, he's nailed that. Or did he nail it and then he just started phoning it in when he got the job? But honestly. Honest, I, I'll, I'll, I'll continue with your honestly there. What was the last film where you went, I'm really glad Ray Winston was in that? I mean, yeah, that's also a thing. Mm. <laughs> Sexy Beast. I mean, Sexy Beast. Yeah. <laughs> and that was what, the 90s? Yeah. Or early 2000s? No. There was um, some, a 44 inch chest, which was a random sort of gangster thing. He was that quite was good quite good. That. Yeah. Oh, and. Um... Is, in, is he in The Departed? Oh, I can't remember. I think he might be in The Departed. But again, poor but, Yeah. 2000, Sexy Beast came out in 2000. Um, what was the uh, the comedy gangster film where, where they were all into karaoke? Love, Honor, and Obey as well. 
Is he in that? I don't. I might. I might be making that up. <laughs> it seems like his sort of film. But I'm yeah, now, no, I'm he now, is... yeah, I think he is. I think he because yeah, I think he likes mm. Ray Winston. IMDb. Let's see what he's been in. Because the thing is, like, he's one of those actors in a sort of Keanu Reeves vein of. He's not a brilliant actor, but he's quite good at what he does. But what he does is not Russian gangster or not, like Russian power mob. Yeah, because that at no point is it mentioned that that person is a gangster. But I kind yeah. of just assume he is because <laughs> because he's Ray Winston. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's been in some corkers. He was in Cats. Was oh, wow. he? Yeah, apparently so. Jesus. Um. He was in the new Point Break. Oh yeah, he was the uh, mm. Gary Boosie, wasn't he? And uh, he was obviously in Indiana Jones Four as well. Okay, yeah. so now I've gone through a load of films where I'm going, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, um, and I'm already at the Sweeney, the the remake of yeah. the Sweeney. I just, I just don't, I can't understand the casting because he's not like a, always going to bring people in, even though he's a bit no. crap. He's not like he's not done anything oh, yeah. in, in. He in doesn't eight match years. the role. He can't do the accent because I've seen a lot of people say that the other people had poor accents as well. But mm. I think all the others, whether it's just in comparison to him, that yeah. Rachel Vice, David Harbour, and um, Florence Pugh hold up their accents quite well. But genuinely, it's the first time I've watched a Marvel film and genuinely thought they've made a mistake here. Like, why not, if, if you're that dead set on having him, why does he have to be Russian? Yeah, exactly. Like, or even just say, yeah. like, oh, we spent a lot of time in London. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, genuinely, the first time I've... And say everyone... I've spoken to four or five <laughs> people about the film and everyone's first comment is, Ray Winston is awful. And it's a shame because it is a great film and it is, it, like... It does ruin it essentially. It's kind of a defining role as well. Like, mm. you really want to hate that person for for everything he's done mm. and and how bad a person he is, and it, it really does dilute that kind of feeling. Because this this guy is, I mean, spoilers now. He, um, is not remotely upset that his daughter dies, basically, and turns mm. her into the ultimate killing machine. Like uses his daughter against, um, as, as a weapon essentially, and has, has seemingly has no emotions. And, and I, I think as well yeah. with again building him up as an evil bastard, like the opening credits to this film is some of the darkest stuff I think Marvel have ever done. Yeah. A, a moody yeah. cover of "Smells Like Teen Spirit" with yeah. young children being trafficked and shipped to containers. Yeah, with him literally just like take that one. Yeah. So they went out of their way to make him out to be this horrible motherfucker and then yeah, ruined it. So as I say you you should really absolutely and and there's a difference between playing a role badly and playing a role without emotion as well. Because I I imagine they turned to him and goes, "Right, you're an emotionless kind of heartless person." And he went, "Yeah, all right, I could do that. I'll do my <laughs> Russian accent as well." Apples and pears, apples and pears. Um, but um, so um, he, um, he he then I can't imagine they watched it and went that is it, that's what we were after. That's what I mean. Like, they yeah. must have just looked at they must have looked at like the dailies or been in the editing yeah. room and like just gone, what the fuck have we done? Yeah, yeah. 
there's, there's no way they're looking at going, he's nailed that. That's what I mean. It's just so awful. Vin Diesel doing Groot <laughs> is, you get more emotion from that than you do from this. Oh, and we are Groot kills me every time. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, and also, isn't it weird how good Vin Diesel in the Marvel films is when he's only got one line and he says it in a different way, <laughs> a bunch of different ways. Um, but yeah, the, the, you, you are, I think you might be right. I think it might be the worst casting so far in an MCU film. Yeah. The most careless casting. Comes, yeah. I can't think of anyone that comes anywhere close. I just I don't... I remember you said before, Terry, about... about um, I know I didn't watch it straight away. I did watch it a bit after you guys, and you mm. said about Ray Winston. I thought, well, I'm not going to let that sort of sway me. I'm still going to watch it, go for my own views. But yeah, I think I've taken you straight off tonight, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> but what the fuck? It was almost like uh, like Charlie Hunnam and the Gentleman, when yeah. he bounced back and forth between different accents. It was almost like that. You know, there were times I was thinking to myself, it's not bad. But then you think, now you just sound like you're in the East End. Mm. Then he went back to Russian, East End, Russian. It was almost like, or does Moscow and East End coexist with each other or something like that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was, yeah, the Red Room was obviously floating and moving between <laughs> London and Russia. But <laughs> you mentioned Charlie Hunnam and the gentleman. I think he does, he's good in that film. Mm. It's just his yeah. accent. He shouldn't yeah, have yeah, just exactly. said, yeah, okay, just play it Geordie, just play it Cockney, mm. whatever. But he, he does quite well because it's just the fact that it's literally like Ray Winston has turned up on the day. He thinks he's doing one thing. He thinks he's in EastEnders. Hmm. They've handed him the script and he's just reading the lines like he's in a, some sort of dry rehearsal, but actually yeah. he's filming a massive £250 million Marvel film. Yeah. Mm. And also, like... I, I don't know what they were... Like, you look at him and he looks out of place in the film. Like, even the way he's dressed. And that's not on him. That's That's on, like... On a, on a director that's decided that that's perfectly acceptable for him to, 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 to literally just dress like a Russian gangster. But he's the head of um, a, a a spy network. Um, like an incredibly um, intelligent, technologically diverse spy network. But they've just got him dressed like Tony Soprano. Like for, yeah, cause You can imagine yeah. him holding out his phone going, I don't know how to use this. Yeah. How do I turn the camera around? Yeah, yeah, you can definitely. You can definitely. Uh, uh, you said it on WhatsApp. What's WhatsApp? Like, just. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look like someone who knows his way around. Doesn't look like he'd know how to get into that office, even. Like, yeah. let alone turn his daughter into a super soldier. Um. Mm. So that yeah. was another thing as well. I felt that twist was a bit should meh. should have should have hit home, and I think it hits home more if Ray Winston does a better job of acting. <laughs> yeah, because it's a weird yeah. one for Olga Korolenko because I imagine she's not Taskmaster for the entire film, other than when she takes the helmet off. Mm. No, yeah, it's a weird one. It's a good point, but maybe not the name that she was when she was in um, the Bond film. True but, enough. True enough. But um, because that was literally we need a Russian woman, Olga Korolenko. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah, that that's exactly it. Um, and I, I say I think that hits home more if if you're thinking, oh look, there's the emotionless 
dad and he's been a total prick but in actual fact you just look at it and go wow ray winston's not good at this he's just not good at this um and i was really excited about taskmaster as well because i think taskmaster is an awesome villain i love the idea of it uh, th- this it's brought up that, a lot yeah. of bad feeling for me though because people are d- comparing it to um ralph boner which i know people don't like ralph boner but mm. and then also like um the mandarin with trevor slattery mm. like on levels of, but i don't think they're comparison i think taskmaster they just haven't didn't execute it well enough whereas tony slattery worked exactly as yeah. they wanted him to work that's exactly what you wanted from he wasn't the mandarin he was yeah. just just a patsy but and it, it didn't happen. hurt things they are actually going to introduce the mandarin in in, in uh, shang chi mm. so yeah so it doesn't make any difference all it does is give you a, a hilarious twist in a film yeah that um, it won't be beaten that i don't think Trevor, Trevor Slattery. <laughs> what is mm. my Hamlet? Was the toaster Croydon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. But it's the fact that about three people say it. His Hamlet was the toast of toaster Croydon. Croydon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's um, so good. So let's move yeah. on then. So as I say, I genuinely really, really like this. Film. Me too. Yeah, the I things well. I didn't yeah, quite so. expect. I think Florence Pugh is amazing as the uh, David Harbour. I think is brilliant in it. Like that yeah. whole like almost cold opening of them in America, yeah, and then just flicking to oh no wait they're Russian spies they're going yeah. back to the US now it's just so well done, yeah, and you could see how much it affected them as kids as well, like yeah. the fact that they aren't their real parents, and like they act so much like them, um, so you go through this whole like range of emotions going here's a normal American family. And like you know, people will know that that's not the case. But even even I know that, and yet I was still kind of suckered into it. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, you see them going through hell basically with this montage that you can only assume is is going to be affecting them as well. For the intro, like the stuff that they've probably gone through as they they've become black widows, whatever mm. they're called. Um. And then yeah. Then we get to see um, Black Widow post Civil War as well, and the idea that they are pretty much all on the run at this point. Well, some most of them are banged up at that point anyway, aren't they? Yeah. She mentions that they're all on the raft, so and the yeah. Thunderbolt Ross is chasing after him. Yeah, because mm. it's another random William Hurt cameo where you think he's done with the MCU and then he yeah. he rocks up again. Well, I had no idea he was in it to be fair, because I don't I don't tend to like. IMDb or mm. going in and trying to see who's I try I like to watch it with a clean mind. When I saw him, yeah. I was like, Oh, it's good to see him in it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, when he kind of shows up when he wants to, really, doesn't he? He doesn't really have any mm. he doesn't I don't think he's ever had really like a big impact on any of the MCU films. He just he's yeah. actually kind of thrown there just for a bit more connection with all the films. Yeah, and he's mm. he's he's one of the bad guys in this film, I'd say. Mm. Yeah. Because he's, he's, try, he's, he's trying to get her to run yeah. away, yeah. Yeah, he's trying to get her to sign the Accords. Which means that anyone yeah. that signed the Accords is surely the bad guy in a film. That would include yeah. Iron Man, wouldn't it? Don't have a few beers, mate. Let's not get into this. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, anyway, yeah. So she's on the run. We see her and her contact, which I think is a nice touch. This person yeah, that yeah, just I like her up him. With, yeah. I think he's quite a cool... 
because you're expecting him to turn up in some sort of capacity later on, mm. like either in the fight or is he a bad guy? But no, he's just the guy who sorts him out with stuff. Which yeah, I quite like. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him in Hawkeye as well. Yeah, as like a, you know, you were a friend of. Uh... Well, the end of this heavily hints towards Hawkeye. Doesn't exactly. It? Yeah. Mm. The post-credit sting. Yeah. So we get um, Florence Pugh. I keep wanting to say Pew 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 afterwards as well. Um, <laughs> we get Florence Pugh, who is um, trying to find another Black Widow to stop. The, is that that's that, that? I'm not jumping ahead of things here, am I? No. So it opened yeah. wow. with her as the head of the Black Widows, and they're trying to get a, a Black Widow is on the run. That's it. Yeah. And, and the yeah. Black Widow is on the run. Squirts her with something, which essentially cures her of the mind that's like the MacGuffin of the film isn't yeah. it the the red gas yeah mm. and she's cured of her mind control and then she immediately sets off to free everyone else via her sister who she hasn't spoken to for 20 years yeah yeah and then they meet in the safe house there's that great moment of going what bullets cause holes like this uh, arrows <laughs> yeah <laughs> which I really liked Whereas in Budapest, cool. wasn't it? Yeah. We've, we've heard about Budapest. Yeah. yeah. And we've been to Budapest as well, haven't we now? Yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier was in Budapest, wasn't it? Wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, With the I think delights. some bits of Winter Soldier yeah. were as well. Yeah. Not Winter Soldier. Civil War, maybe? Civil yeah. War. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen, when we've seen Bucky before, yeah. post-Civil War, post-Winter Soldier, he's been in Budapest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Where he's squeezing the fruit with his good hand, I think. Yeah, don't know. I'm assuming he is. Um, anyway, not really the point. Yeah, so they they meet up, uh, realize they've got to take down uh, the Black Widows or try to at least, uh, and then they need to break out um, David Harbour's Red Guardian, who is the Russian super soldier. Mm. Uh, I really like him. He's such a great yeah, character. I love the yeah. idea that he thinks he's failed because he's never fought Captain America. Like he's he's clearly got like. <laughs> This just just unbelievable love for Captain America as well. Well, he, he um, probably thinks. Well, he does, and he thinks like they're compatriots or whatever. Because yeah. first thing he says to yeah. um, Black Widow when they meet up is like, "She talked about me." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't even have a clue who he is. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he's bragging about beating him up, isn't he? People yeah. go like, "He was in the ice." Yeah, exactly. he, There's no way you could have fought him. Yeah. Although they could have done, we found out now that there have been other Captain Americas. Yeah. So maybe maybe he fought a lesser Captain America at one point. Or, maybe it was uh, Isaiah. Or Isaiah Bradley. And but yeah. I get the feeling Isaiah Bradley would have beaten the shit out of him. <laughs> but um, um, but I love I love that scene where he's just arm wrestling whilst getting tattooed as well. And, <laughs> yeah. Um. Thought that was really good. He's such he's such the a good prison actor. Prison break was cool. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. I love how like haphazard it was as well. Like mm. the, these guys are always like super slick. Like Black Widow is everything she does is deliberate, but she's there making the odd mistake here, um, and it's kind of backed up by Red Guardian as well, who is just a bit silly at places <laughs> in in a, in the best kind of way. Um, yeah. So I really like him as a character. I thought. I thought. I, th- I think he's played the, the exact right person to play him as well. David Harbour is perfect for that. Yeah, he probably pulled it off, didn't he? Yeah. 
still one of my favorite moments is florence Pugh talking about how uh black widow lands and then like pushes yeah. her head up. <laughs> you do this you show off it's ridiculous <laughs> it was so obvious in the film she was gonna do it as well yeah exactly yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I apparently i read somewhere apparently that was an off that was um florence Pugh sort of like just riffing between scenes or something and they wrote it into the film her taking the piss out of her landing oh that is amazing mm. yeah it's it's so funny as well such a great bit yeah when they sort of break from being black mm. widows and they're just being sisters i think that's a really good relationship mm. like when they're in the car it's like <clears throat> do you like my jacket yeah i do it's got so many pockets <laughs> you can put so many things <laughs> in it <clears throat> and i love that the, the history of the jacket because obviously that's the one that she's wearing when um in infinity war as well isn't it so yeah. yeah really really cool yeah <laughs> and it's it's clearly the first thing she's bought for herself as well is that jacket mm. yeah like it's such a such a i, I love that <coughs> there's this idea that she's you know the first independent thing is she's found this jacket she's fallen in love with and she's gonna buy it it's it's she's really sweet there's something quite childlike about it as well and then yeah, mentioning the pockets as well and yeah really really mm. cool and then they meet up with um um oh god what's her name uh, rachel vice's character melena yeah who is she's um, really good in this film yeah yeah she's great isn't she she really is yeah and you could ne- i really like, enjoyed that hmm. sorry Dad, yeah. i was gonna say no, you, you should never you talk steve yeah yeah you go steve yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's fine yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm probably jumping ahead so you carry on and i'll add on to what i was gonna say i was just gonna say that i you never know what side she's on like yeah. she sells it so well that you you never know what she's actually going to be doing yeah no, that's kind of what out. i was gonna say yeah. but when when you again it's a spoiler but when you kind of thought she betrayed them mm. i said yes I, I knew it knew it i knew she was gonna do that and then when you found out she didn't i was like that was a joking <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean like, <laughs> so, so I, I said that vibe i said to myself like I think they played that twist really well because in yeah. most of the marketing, Black Widow's in her white outfit, which mm. is the outfit that Rachel Weiss is in mm. for most of the finale after the... Spoiler: Reveal that mm. it's not Black, it's not her. It's actually Black Widow. Yeah, and that they've yeah. swapped places. So yeah, in most of the marketing, it's always her in the white. So that's why I think you buy into it. And we should totally yeah. have seen it coming. It happens almost exact, yeah. exactly the same thing happens in Winter Soldier, but you yeah. still don't see it coming. Like they both sell it so well. As actors, I think they do such a good job mm. of, yeah. of doing their job. Oh. But yeah. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the scene where they were at the dinner table mm. because it was almost like I kind of felt I don't know if you guys agree you kind of went through a couple of different emotions watching that yeah like you were watching like a dysfunctional family almost and the way they were talking it was almost like but then the people at the Florence Peace Camp was getting quite upset about it I thought it was just a, for me one of the what's that was the best scene in the film but it was one of the, the most emotional roller coaster mm. parts of the film because mm. you kind of went through a few different emotions in the whole the whole t- dinner scene you know what I mean yeah and it's especially and, considering how he, he keeps talking about how boring it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah 
But apparently, as well, the on his ta- on his arm, he's got their names tattooed yeah. on him. Mm-hmm. So although he talks about it all, he he did. He's just putting on a brave front. And at that table as well, they're sat in the same places as the beginning of the film when they're yeah. having their meal before they do the run as well. So it's like they literally slot straight back into being a family, even though they've been apart for twenty odd years. Which, like you say, it's just. I, th- I think Florence Pugh mm. is just such a good actor about like switching between things. You think of her in like Midsummer. Oh my god, yeah. And you think of her in like even like Little Women. In Little Women, mm. there's a point in the film where she's playing like a twelve-year-old or something. She's really good at like aging, like yeah. flicking through ages and stuff. Which yeah. I don't, because I almost in that scene, she almost does regress to being a child because she's just like it was real to me. Yeah, like, it was like that was my family. She's and she gets really upset, and he's like, he then goes into his story about being his father pissing on his hands to stave off the frostbite, <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't doesn't have any bearing to anything really. Like no. the story is just like, you know, I've had it rough too. Shit happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it's just him like trying to say, you know, this 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 isn't great either. But them yeah. not realizing that that him not seeing them as a family, despite the fact that they constantly say we were never a family is actually really hurtful to them because it was the yeah. closest thing they had to a family at any one point. Yeah, um, I think, yeah. again, in those scenes, in the house stuff, they, his joy at the suit still fitting was like <laughs> proper real. He, <laughs> he apparently <laughs> actually got stuck in that suit. <laughs> David Harbour did. Yeah. Which is brilliant. And the bit where he's like, don't worry, I'm going to save us. And he stands there. And then he just gets hit with about a thousand train <laughs> yeah. just, like He gets hit with one and he's like, ha. And then it's just... <laughs> and he just goes there like a bear. It's just brilliant. Oh, yeah, that was good. He's great. The rumour is that they're going to try and get him um, in some kind of fight with um, Sam Wilson, Captain America, as well. Yeah, because Figi said, isn't he, that they're going to be back yeah. sooner than you might expect. Yeah. Like the pair of them. And obviously mm. Elaine is going to be. You, know, you imagine at some point she's going to end up as the new Black Widow. Yeah, yeah I, I get the feeling she might go through a Fast and Furious transformation where she's the bad guy in Hawkeye, but eventually. Well, yeah, it looks like that, doesn't it? She's going to be going after. Going yeah. after him because she was already confirmed for Hawkeye, wasn't she? Well, I didn't know that. Was she really? I think she was. Yeah. Mm. Well, she's definitely going to be in it now, isn't she? She has to be. Really. Yeah. She's got. Yeah, uh, yeah. So the ending obviously is, is awesome. I think because we, this was meant to be the first time we met. Oh God, what's her name? Valentina. Yeah. yeah. But then we've we've obviously met her a couple of times now in um, in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, where she's putting it clearly putting a team together now. Yeah, the anti team. Apparently, as well, they filmed an alternative post credit scene where she whistles. Hmm. and off camera you hear like Natasha's whistle back but you never oh, really? see who makes it but they went with that one instead Aww. probably just thought it was a bit much I yeah. just really hope even through the multiverse stuff that they don't bring Natasha back and they don't bring Tony back they've got to stay dead now I think they've pushed it enough with Loki hmm. but I think I'd be more annoyed if they brought Tony back yeah, me too. Because yeah. that that's that's. I mean, yeah. they both have such. They both die for such heroic purposes as well. Yeah. Mm. That yeah, it would lose some of its effect if if they're brought them back. And then uh, then you start thinking about well, they could bring anyone back. 
Yeah. If you're going to bring him back, bring him back there. evil. Yeah. 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 Like it, you could probably do them as cameos in a different universe. That's fine. But as long as they don't become like main parts yeah, of the don't MCU bring them again. Back in, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we didn't mention this in Loki, but I loved the intro to Loki with all the different musics, the different quotes, like historic quotes mixed in with like some of the MCU quotes. Absolutely. Loved oh yeah, that. yeah. I forgot to mention. Yeah. That. But yeah. Um, so yeah, this is the first MCU film we've had in what two years now. Yeah, since Far From Home. Yeah. Yeah. And it it just kind of it took a lot from Winter Soldier. I thought I thought there were definitely some similarities with this and Winter Soldier. But from a different angle, and with potentially more humour as well. I'm not saying that Wind Soldier doesn't have its fair share of humour, but still. And really yeah, good introducing no, new characters as well. Um, that, no, that... I, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, it me just, too. Yeah. Just, just the one thing I didn't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> God, Ray Winston. My dad absolutely fucking loves Ray Winston. <laughs> I think at some point someone told him he looked a bit like him and as a result now he's just like fucking obsessed with him. So Ray Winston, I can imagine if he was at his age now in like the seventies, he'd be like a Bernard Manning style like singer, actor, comedian, mm. doing all that shit but be shit at all of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'd say I'm gonna put it out there that he might not be the best actor in the world. Yeah, I, I can go with that. Mm. Well, no, he's, I tell he's like, got very lucky. Imagine they've got Danny Dyer to play the same character. <laughs> like you wouldn't okay, do it. It because, could be yeah. worse. Yeah, yeah. But you wouldn't do it because Danny Dyer only plays one character. So like that's the same as Ray Winston. And it's not like they haven't already tried with this became the Ray Winston podcast. Um it's not like they haven't mm-hmm. tried with Ray Winston either, because he was the bad guy in um that terrible Indiana Jones film as well. Yeah. So, like, it's clear that this isn't his wheelhouse. Stop trying to make Ray Winston work in things that Ray Winston doesn't work in. <laughs> it's embarrassing for, for for them and for us, and for him. Yeah. Yeah. Football adverts. That's what he's good at. There you go. They're in play. They're yeah. in play. Yeah. He probably made more money from that than he did Black Widow, I'd imagine, as well. <laughs> judging by how much money he's made from betting. So. So yeah. Uh, anything else we want to talk about with uh, Black Widow was? No. I, think, I, think, I, I, I hmm? think for me, it, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Hmm. I think that's probably what stands out for me the most. I think, I didn't, when it was first announced, I was thinking, is this a film the world wants? Probably not. You know, but then, then they, then they announced it, they were going to do it. I was thinking, well, how's it going to work? She's dead. And then that's when it's going to be set up. Okay. So I kind of went in there with, high expectations because I heard good things about it but I was a lot I was very pleasantly surprised by how much I actually enjoyed it yeah me too um, I think you know like, like, I think I can't really say it now actually but the casting apart from Ray Winston obviously was perfect I couldn't fault you know David Harbour Rachel Vyas mm. I thought they all played their parts really well and uh, it's actually I actually would say it's a very very good film and I'm actually going to watch it again probably some point this weekend, but yeah. It it, it is weird, isn't it? Like, even when you get the Marvel intro on a film, it still feels different than the TV series. Mm. Like, I got that kind of moment of excitement going, I'm going to watch a Marvel film. This is brilliant. I can't wait. 
uh, and then it, it, it lived up to expectation as well like as soon as as soon as the the intro kicks in you're like it, it's like such a mark of quality mm. that you know what you're about to watch it's going to be awesome so yeah anything else we want to talk about black widow before we sign yeah, I off think the only thing for mm. me the only other minor negative is just i wish we'd had it in the relative timeline mm. so it'd been civil war then this then i think it would have been a bit more impactful and you would have had felt a bit more of a sense of potential danger for the characters it's also but... quite confusing because marvel don't usually do the like they they do flit around the timeline quite a bit but generally it's like this film set in the 40s and it's very clearly set in the 40s that kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah even captain marvel felt like a period piece because it was set in the 90s whereas this this was set within a period of time where there's a load of marvel films so it gets quite confusing i think so yeah i i completely agree i think it i think it would have had more effect if it would have like it's long it's so long overdue as well for her to have her own film as well like Definitely. she should have had one in phase two after after yeah. iron man two or phase one even for that so probably phase two still but but yeah as a result this this felt like long overdue and it was good. It's been floating around for a while, wasn't it? The Black Widow film. They kind of announced yeah. it years ago. It was it was been on IMDb as you know, announced, 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 and then yeah, I agree. They probably should have done it a few couple of years back. Yeah, but, but I'm still not disappointed. But I'm still glad no, I've seen same. it. I'm glad they made oh, it. Oh yes, great film. Yeah, really, really, good. really enjoyed it. Anyone watched anything else before we wrap up? Films wise, TV series wise. Um, yeah, I saw the Forever Purge. Oh, was it good? I was genuinely surprised because I went into it. It was an unlimited screening. Yeah. So I was just like, it's probably going to be shit. I didn't like the trailers. Yeah. But genuinely, I think it's probably one of the best Purge films. Oh, really? I think. Because I don't think the trailers do it justice. So, because the trailers make it just seem like everyone's decided that the Purge is forever, but it's not everyone. It's, It's very political in a sort of donald trump-esque fashion they've been really good at that recently as well like the first one didn't feel that way but then as they've gone on they've definitely started to feel that way it's literally it starts with people getting ready for the purge the purge happens and the purge happens in about 10 minutes yeah not a lot actually happens and then the next day just um this new party i forget what they're calling that this group are calling themselves the i think they're calling themselves the forever purge they just don't stop yeah they carry on and then it's like they've got six hours to get out of the country. And this is set in Texas. So they're trying to get into Mexico. Yeah. But the lead character played by Josh Lucas is, I think what they've been quite clever with is he's not racist, but he doesn't like Mexicans in America. Mm. So he's not, not like calling them names or being horrible to them. But he's like, at one point they're talking about getting a nanny. He's like, I don't want my kids speaking Spanish. <laughs> yeah. So it's like subtly done, yeah. But he, you you can tell that he doesn't like him. But it and even at one point he starts having a conversation. He says like, like I'm not racist. I've got nothing against Mexican people. Mm. But I think Mexican people should be in Mexico and American people should be in America. Yeah. But like you know, normally they go really over the top. Like oh, he's racist. He's racist. And by the end of it, they're friends. In this, it's not like a, it's not that horrendous thing. But mm. I just thought it was really well done. I really enjoyed it. But it's like, I do like the Purge concept and the Me other too. films. And I, I think um, the first Purge, they they did a really good job of kind of resetting things. Mm. And that's a really good film. 
my, uh, one of my favorite things about it is that for the first half of the film nothing happens they're like they're just um they're just drinking lots in the street <laughs> for the for the mm-hmm. chunk of it and it's only when things they, they actually kind of go and try and drum up some interest in, in going out and killing people that it actually they actually do that um i really i really like that so yeah i'm quite looking forward to the the forever purge they've done quite a good job of keeping politics in it as well and although it wasn't the best film election year does is obviously the first one that i think really uh integrates politics into it as well as obviously the tv mm. series as well so which with tv series is excellent i'm glad you recommended that to yeah you. i like the tv series yeah. Yeah, and so I, I will watch this. I love the Purge films. I think I think that's. I'm with you. I think they're a really good concept, um, and really well done. Because the, I was I, my first one was worried that that it was going to be like films made by gun nuts that thought, yeah, we should go out and just have like fun and and yeah, stuff. that's the thing. They, yeah. They've never gone. They never lent into the purges. If they, hmm. it's always been following the. The, the people just people. trying to get through, and the, the people that hate the purge. So yeah, I think they've done, that's always been quite a, a good choice. Yeah, whilst whilst making some really scary masks as well, mm. which I like. So yeah, about you, Steve. What have you been up to? Not a lot, really, mate. To mm. be fair, um, I don't think I've watched any apart from Black Widow. I don't know. I've watched any new film. I'm trying to think if uh, no, I didn't have any. Like, like she wants to start watching that sex life program on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have heard of this. I have, but I haven't. I've uh, heard of it, but yeah. I've not watched yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. But, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, TV and film wise, I, I didn't have watched anything new, if I'm honest with mm. you. Um, that's a lie. I've started watching a new series of Rick and Morty this week. Is it good? But that's like a new. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's so good. But I love Rick and Morty anyway. Me too. But yeah. um, I don't know if I. It started about what, four or five weeks ago and I forgot it was in my spy box. I was going through deleting some films I'd watched. I thought, oh yeah, I've got Rick and Stuff. I just watched the first four episodes that I'd recorded and yeah, it's just as hilarious as I remember. Mm-hmm. Even that's our new series, but I've been watching it since it started. But that's probably it really to be fair. I've been I don't have much time really between work and doing everything else, fitting everyone else in. Yeah. I haven't really had the chance to watch watching anything. No, we're gonna just want to start watching Lucifer. Is it Lucifer? Yeah. That's meant to be good. So it's called cool. Yeah, so that's, that's going to be like our first ever joint TV series. She's got me back in watching. She's got me back watching Hollyoaks again. <laughs> Damn, please let this be out. Um, the problem is though, I spent half the episodes watching. East in it, East in it, East in it. Yeah. All right, cool. And apparently, Richard. Well, apparently, I watched it. Richard Blackwood's in it. Really? And I, I said, I said, Richard Blackwood's in it. She went, yeah. I went, so I started singing one of his songs, and she went. Mama used to say, "Yeah, that's <laughs> that's time, young man." That's exactly what I started singing, and uh, she was like, "He's not a singer; he's an actor." I was like, "Hang on, it was a rapper before he was." He's a actor. presenter. <laughs> oh well, ever. I, 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 I described him as the uh, English Goldsmith, which she didn't get, but she was really handsome. And she I was added bankruptcy. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't really disagree. But um, I played her a couple of his songs. She was like, "No, nah, I never heard of him." She only a couple of years younger than me. He's not like, um, Going out of an eighteen-year-old, but um, <laughs> she yeah, when they she never even heard of his music. I was like, last night we were watching. I was like, this song, I sang the song you sang, Terry. She had no idea, but yeah, Hollyoaks, <laughs> Rick and Morty is what I've watched recently. Yeah, Which, um, I'm a changed man. <laughs> I um, I watched The Gentleman again. I know we just talked about it. Yeah, a great film. 
Yeah. It's a really, really good film. Yeah. yeah. I, a couple of things that... Upon rewatch, a couple of things that annoyed me a little bit. I, I don't think... I don't blame the actor playing his wife for this. I think it's the dialogue that, that's been written for her. Sometimes it's fairly obvious she's been given the the uh, snappy Guy Ritchie like lines to deliver, and I don't think it suits her very much. Originally, apparently, that was Kate Beckinsale when she dropped out last minute. Oh. So whether that was because she hmm. didn't like the dialogue or whatever, yeah. I don't know. It just doesn't really fit with her she make, makes her seem really wooden mm. but i don't think she is i think she's obviously quite a good actor but um um there is some racism in it that's probably already not aged very well and this only came out a couple of years ago um was that was that seen in the boxing it's oh. um hugh grant the maybe doing a couple of oh, accents man. that he probably shouldn't be doing no <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. but then it's kind of saved by Colin Farrell who is just bloody brilliant in this film yeah he's great yeah <laughs> the bit in like the chip shop or whatever where those yeah. kids come yeah. for him and he's like That's I'm embarrassed for you lads I'm embarrassed <laughs> yeah. for you yeah get, get down my gym and I'll show you what to do <laughs> um, just seems like a genuinely good guy that knows how to kill people <laughs> and just seems okay doing it as well um, I love the the toddlers, the the guys that that rob the the weed farm as well. I forgot about how good they mm. were when they're doing the uh, yeah. the music video. Um, thought that was fun, <laughs> um, and I thought McConaughey's obviously good in it as well because he's he's McConaughey. Yeah. Um, and I agree, the accent is just weird from Charlie Hunnam. What? No one cares where you're from, mate. Just just do your <laughs> just do your voice. Yeah, I don't think anyone would go. Oh no, I don't believe that a Geordie would be working for a. An American in London. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Especially when he's clearly uh, psychotic as well. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's absolutely fine. Like, you know. And also, it's a bit weird, the whole... It doesn't go into the backstory of, like, why he doesn't like uh, junkies. Like, he goes on about yeah. how, like, he doesn't doesn't like um, drug addicts very much. <clears throat> I mean, does anyone really like junkies? Other than drug dealers? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> It, it's just it's because it's, it's not like at any point you you see he's got some kind of like ocd which means everything's got to be super clean or anything mm. so that that seemed a bit weird as well but on the whole i really liked it but yeah and the other thing i watched was i watched the first episode of season two of ted lasso today that that series oh, is, it's so fucking good it is just it is so nice like it's just brilliant um, yeah, I really, really like it. It's Apple TV, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I've got yeah, a free it. subscription to that, so I need to sign up there and start watching yeah. it, actually. That's good. Myth- Mythic Quest good as well. Hmm. Was that? Yeah, because it's an Apple TV. It's the only TV. reason I haven't watched it, because, yeah, I'd need mm-hmm. to pay for it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe you could just borrow someone else's subscription. Just saying. <laughs> um, yeah, and Mythic Quest really good as well on on Apple TV. The one with uh, by uh, the same people that do Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's got Rob McAllen in. Um, and just... up there when the new series that's coming out. Then sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Was that sorry? So not Always Sunny is only an update when the new series is coming out for that. No, I just I think they just do it when they want to do it now. I think they're. Been waiting long enough for it. God, yeah, I love that show so much. 
Um, yeah, we were the other one when we started watching it. Because you spoke so about it so good. much on your other pod. I was like, I've been re-watching that as well because it's my favourite, like, put something on in the background kind of thing. But I always end up just yes. watching it. So, yeah, so good. Yeah. Have you watched the Terror? No. <laughs> uh, I need to watch it. Terror doesn't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just one last thing. Has everyone seen the Deadpool and... Um, uh, of course. Korg, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching yeah. the Free Guy trailer. Because I was really yeah. confused as to why it was Korg. I didn't realise that Taika Waititi was in Free Guy. Yeah. I thought it was brilliant. I just thought it's really, really funny. The, nothing, not about the Korg mm. Deadpool bit, yeah. but is Taika Waititi starting to annoy anybody else? No. Where he's now become like famous for being Taika Waititi and being this weird guy and now in everything. He just seems to be so over the top and horrendous. Yeah, I mean, yes and no. Um He's obviously still a very good director. Yeah. Um, and like this has got nothing to do with yeah. stuff and the way he acts. Nothing to do with his social life, with like him, what having uh, allegedly having threesomes with him, uh, Tessa Thompson, and someone else as well. Yeah, he, he's yeah. Go, he's going out with Rita Orr, isn't he? Yeah. Caught in a threesome kissing thing on a yeah. balcony or something. Yeah, exactly. Which is fine. He can do whatever he wants. That's that's absolutely mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. Like the fact that that became a big deal, it doesn't really actually matter at all. Um, but I, I see what you mean. Like he kind of sometimes feels like he's playing into it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's I what could, I mean. I'm I just could definitely it on it. a bit. Yeah, and it it feels like it's a bit of a shame because he's so good at directing, and he's so he's mm. such a naturally funny person. I don't Even think if you go back to like. Yeah what we do in the shadows he's amazing in that and obviously he directed that but yeah. that's just quite low-key quite mm. restrained whereas now so i'm not necessarily talking about his actual films but it's just mm. he just seems like i can't imagine that i'd enjoy being in a room with him oh, i think i think i would i'm not there yet um when this is all he's got will be when i think he's he'll probably find him annoying but um mm. But I'm not. I'm definitely not there yet. But yeah, I, I could definitely see why someone would find him annoying anyway. But yeah, go. Cool. But that's really funny with Korg and Deadpool anyway. Yeah. Um, I love Korg. Yeah, Korg is 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 a great character that came from absolutely nowhere that has no right to be <laughs> as good as he, he is. So. so, and I can't wait to see more of him. In uh, don't worry if the foundations are there, we can rebuild. <laughs> oh no wait the foundations are shot yeah no that's that's gone then yeah <laughs> oh, hey Mick's, Mick's not dead everybody he's not dead yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, it's I still think his funniest lines are in Endgame as funny as he's in uh, Ragnarok it's just yeah. like throw that guy on the TV call me a dickhead again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every fucking time yeah <laughs> Uh, I love um, no one turned up except for my mother and her boyfriend (laughs) who I hate (laughs) go away ghost (laughs) (laughs) more like a freaky circle yeah yeah oh god I could could watch Ragnarok again that's that's what I'm realising Ragnarok's great it's so good. It's it's what it's probably the one that I could probably switch on. That and Guardians, I reckon, are the two I could just put on at any time and just 
Only the, only the first guy did though. Do you not like the second one? There's something... I know I like it, but... Yeah. Is, is it... I don't know if it's normal to call a film annoying, but I feel like Guardians of the Galaxy is good, but I find it annoying. I know exactly but, what you mean, mm, Steve. It's not yeah. as rewatchable. Mm. Yeah, it, it's definitely got some more emotional kind of baggage to it, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, I, do, I still enjoy it. I still think it's a great film. Mm. I think Drax steals the show in that second film. But I just think, I just find it annoying. I watch it, I enjoy it. And every so often I go for the, I want to watch all the MCU films in order, or mm. I do it every few months. Whenever I watch it, I'm kind of like, I really enjoy it. But then I think, oh, that was annoying. On to the next. Do you know what I mean? It's just saying about that film. Is that the one where Drax thinks he's invisible? Yeah, yeah. I've so mastered good. the art of standing so incredibly, incredibly still. <laughs> Sitting there eating oh, yeah. <laughs> That's in that, that's that's in Infinity War. Oh, is it? Oh, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So where he does a uh, mantis and can tell you yeah. like, the deepest, darkest secrets, and he goes all over the top and starts laughing. How like, like, whatever I can't remember yeah. see that. But he goes, yeah, oh, he's... yeah, he's in love with her. And it's and just when he talks to Mantis, like, yeah. you repulse me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he, to me, Drax is the star of the show and well, Guardians too, but yeah. He's... Apparently, um, Dave Batista he turned down Peacemaker. Oh, really? Suicide Squad. Interesting. It was Suicide Squad or Army of the Dead. And he chose Army of the Dead. Mm. He chose incorrectly, I think. <laughs> Yeah. But apparently he wanted to work with Zack Snyder. He'd obviously worked with Gunn before. He wanted yeah. to do, and apparently Army of the Dead was a lot more money. Oh. He's obviously like the star of that. There you go. Then that makes sense. Yeah. Um, we are not far away now from um, from oh good lord from uh, Suicide next Squad. Friday. I have yeah. my ticket. Yeah, so I must book one. So I will book one mm. over the weekend. I've got my. I've gotten um, the whole hog and paid four pounds seventy to see it in IMAX. I've yeah, got I've my HBO IMAX, IMAX, so. so. So I'll be watching it on a much smaller screen. <laughs> so, uh, and yeah, we've got the Dune trailer as well, which is worth a watch. Let's let's wrap this up. Uh, let's come back mm. with something not Marvel related next week, shall we? Let's, yeah. um, let's do it. Is it next Friday? You say Suicide Squad. So we've got yeah. one week where we talk about something that's not Marvel or DC, and then we'll do a review of Suicide Squad in a couple of weeks' time. I reckon. How does yeah, that sound? Sounds good. Sounds good indeed. So, what do we want to do next week? Do we want to do? We haven't done Denzel. Do we want to do that? <laughs> or was that bad timing? Wasn't prepared, wasn't prepared for this after a couple of beers. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm, all, I'm all over Denzel. Yeah, okay, should we do? Should we do our top five Denzel Washington films? Yeah, you cool with that? All right, let's do it. I'm free. I'm free any evening. Talk about Denzel. <laughs> 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 all right cool yeah, so, I'm up for, yeah so next time that's what we'll be talking about if you want to contact us let us know what your favorite denzel washington films are what you thought of black widow what you thought of loki and whether you're excited about suicide squad um uh, just hit us up on twitter which is at tmtoh or instagram at tmtoh as well back next week talking about denzel washington thank you for listening and goodbye my man <laughs> my man <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and also Ray Winston really is shite in Black Widow <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm a fucking Russian gangster yeah. <laughs> get me some vodka 